Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the G'day. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast. The Ashes. A shambles. Embarrassing. Disgraceful. A meltdown in Melbourne. Welcome to the fourth episode of Cow Corner, The Ashes. And if you've already made it this far, congratulations. Uh, I'm James Hill. And tonight I am joined by, as always, my good friends, Will Parton and Ian Slater. How are we, guys? Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and this episode's special guest is none other than Graham Hughes. Now, Slats, I think I'll let you introduce your mate here. Uh, well, if you will, if regular listeners to the Cow Corner Extra podcast will remember him as the least offensive Aussie, as I, as I uh, referred to him as, and then got a round of... Uh, expletives for that and <laughs> since then um since then he's referred to me as a an american airline with an extra letter on the end <laughs> but he's my good mate go. he's got good mate and over 50s uh, colleague graham hughes the aussie contingent for tonight's uh, interesting episode i'm sure well, welcome graham thank you for the invite boys and uh, i'm looking forward to hearing all of you tasting your tears Uh. so i thought we'd completely ignore julie andrew's advice of starting from the very beginning and i think we might as well start at the very end and england capitulating losing by an innings to a side who could only put up 267 runs well where, where do we even start guys uh yeah well i mean for me it's 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 the batting woes. I mean, we we did well to only lose by an innings, didn't we? Really, to be fair, um, we we were, we were pretty grim. Um, and you know you know what it's like as an England fan. It's the hope that kills you. You know, you watch day two and you thought we're back in this. Jimmy's bowling well. You know, fantastic spell. We're back in this, and then same old same old. Unfortunately, did you yeah. see did you see it coming? I mean, 
in, uh, not like that you said, bad. Yeah. I think probably saw the result coming, but um, even even at the end of that day, you'd think that they put up a bit more of a fight up than that. Um, well, I hate using that term, a fight, but you thought they would play better than they had done because it seems to have got gradually worse as the series has gone on, probably, you know, and I don't really know where they would go from here. Like You'd probably say that that's the lowest of the low that you can get to, so it can only go up from this point. But um, to crash, you know, that hard is, I don't think I saw that coming, but I definitely saw them struggling, but not to that degree. How much of this do we put on Australia's fantastic bowling attack and their strength and depth? And how much do we put on England's batting lineup, preparation and whatever else you want to put it on, Graham? Well, I, you know, this um, strength in depth can it be because the English batting team are so bad. Like, would Boland have got six wickets against a strong South African team? You know, would uh, Nessa and, and Jai Richardson, would they have got uh, bowled as well as they did against a stronger team? Mm. I think that strength in depth has been made to look deep because of what we're up against. And I think, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I was having a look at the stats today and, you know, Mitchell Stark's got more runs than both your openers. So, <laughs> He's just got a buff, that, buff Stokes. Is that combined, by the way? <laughs> that, that's like, for the series, yeah. So he's got more than both combined? Yeah. Uh, potentially, yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't I think, that, you're, but, yeah, you're probably not far off anyway. So, you know, that, uh, I think it's, it's a hard series, I suppose, when you've got to come down there and there are no warm-up games and you're, you know, you're in a bubble. Um, but, you know, if you look at Stokes at the end of that game, I think yeah. it's not doing him any good. No, I thought that. I thought of the, to come back into this and then have to go through that sort of emotional side of the game. You know, it's not going to improve your state of mind, is it? No. Unless it's something completely different. But, yeah, it's hard to say. I think there's definitely a bit of both. You know, I think, I said it in the last one, they've done everything right. And if you put enough balls in the right area, you're going to treble any batting lineup. Yeah. Like you say, you probably won't bowl South Africa out for 68, but you know, you're probably, they're probably going to be around about the first total that you got. And then you're probably chasing maybe 180, 250 or something. I mean, it is still one of the best bowling attacks around in those conditions. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But it was also um, you know, a bomb and... attack under pressure, though, wasn't it? After having lost to India at home, yeah, okay, only you know, okay, it was a three-test series, but they lost to India at home. They were under pressure to perform, and I think, as I said earlier on, okay, we talk about strength in depth, but these guys get a chance because somebody at the main four are injured, and they have to grab it with both hands. They don't. They might not get a look in front of the six to twelve months. You know, and that can be their career. So they come in, fired up, wanting to really do well. Okay, we've been a poor batting lineup, but you know they haven't given them bowled many bad balls, have they? Really? Oh, they've they've bowled sensationally. Um, you know, and they they've hunted it as a pack. And and if you look at um, the amount of wickets that Stark's got, and I, you know, I I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Stark, um, and I think he can be I think he can be a bit wayward at times, mm. but. We said that at the ball. beginning, didn't we? But it's really interesting. I mean, we had two, two other Aussies on, Jack and Sweeney Todd, right? And 
the Australians do not fancy Stark anymore. And I still think he's got the X factor. That ball he got Stokes with in the second inning oh. was an absolute peach. You know, it literally, I think that would have got most people out. You know, he, he, didn't, he didn't move his feet. I think he would have nicked it if it hadn't moved. Yeah. But I, mean... <laughs> I, I just think, you know, but he, I think, you know, Stark gives you that X factor. You know, he, mm. yeah, he might, when you've got Cummins at one end and Hazelwood will give you nothing, you, you can afford to have Stark who might take five for 60. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it's all that. It's just the batting, isn't it? The bowling yeah. attacks probably. If you 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 take either, wouldn't you? Even though there's Robinson coming in and bowling quite, you know, slow, slower than he should. 120. You know, that's quite slow, isn't it, to come out and bowl? But bowl, still bowling well. I know. Yeah, but he's taking wickets. And, yeah, he's mm-hmm. taking yeah. wickets. So like you can, there probably isn't much between them. And if England's batting was better, it would balance those averages and wickets out probably. Um, because those Australian figures would go down slightly because if England batted slightly better and it would even the game up, wouldn't it? So I think yeah. there's not much between the bowling. I think Australian's fielding has been fantastic. Smith, is Smith the only one to drop a catch? I think. No, and, um, um, and Green, Green dropped one. Green dropped Green one to dropped two one, catches yeah. in three yeah. in, in, what was that, six innings. Um, but, yeah, you know, but Green dropped one, but he stopped everything the gully. Well, yeah. yeah. And, they, and, and putting him in there was a master. They cut off. Joe Root scoring area there because he's got such a wingspan. Mm. You know, he literally stopped everything. And Root normally scores a lot of runs through backward point gully area. Yeah. Um, so even yeah. even with the field, and if it's it's just England's batting, isn't it? It's it's purely it's purely that. If they if they play better, if they leave more balls, they play it so many balls they don't have to, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you know, if they if if they had just learned, I know it's hard, like you said, no warm-up games. People I said it in the last pod, they're not a lot of these guys aren't used to playing, you know, haven't been able to leave these sort of balls, usually have to play at them. But the balls that they could be leaving, the ways that they're getting out, isn't good enough. Yeah, you think you look at England's bowling lineup this test, and I think that's probably as strong as you're going to get for a test in Australia that we could probably put together that are fit at the moment. You've got Wood, Robinson, Leach, Anderson, Stokes. I mean, there's an argument that you could have Archer in there and you could mm. obviously have him and Wood on rotation or, or you get or you swap in for Robinson, maybe. Abroad. But Parkinson. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think there's much difference between all the spinners, uh, to be honest. Really? But, well, I thought Nathan Lyon was a real difference for Australia. He was oh, allowed, oh, he was oh, allowed oh, to oh, be. He was oh, absolutely I mean, allowed to be. But he, and to be fair, the guy's got 400 test wickets. He, he, you know, he has quietly got lots of wickets and bowled really well. You know, they weren't, they didn't fancy him early doors when he first came into the side. He was, he was a, a stopgap, and and he's done so well. But you know, look at the tactics when we when we brought Jack Leach on to bowl. Where did the field go? You know, was that about getting in a bit of confidence or actually trying to win a test match? But I don't, think, I, I, I don't think you can blame Jack Leach for that. That's got to be captain and management uh, but I think Jack Leach at the moment is there a spinner who you would say has done it and would be better than him not I think, I think I think the Aussies actually suckered you into um picking Leach at the last minute you know it, when well, you look at that pitch now no in the in the Melbourne test oh, he wasn't in test. until right till the very last second right they changed literally as they're walking on the onto the ground he was he, was, they, he was going to be broad I think it was going to be broad, yeah. And they suckages into um into picking him on a pitch that, you know, wasn't gonna turn. Like mm. Lyons wasn't he didn't get it. He he got it to bounce, but there wasn't a great deal of turn. 
No, he gets the overspin, then he get he gets he gets real strong bounce on you know on pitches. Oh yeah, yeah. He gets a lot. Yeah, of, but... He gets a lot of people out cutting, doesn't he? But then again, mm. like how many how many tours down under have England gone and bowled Australia out first innings for two hundred sixty seven, two hundred sixty seven bowling Australia out for in any other series down under, and you'd be like, game on here. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> you know I'm so used to watching tours Even down under. You know, Australia scoring three fifty, four fifty. You know, and you're going oh, massively behind the eight ball here, but we bowled them out for two six seven. You know, the bowling attack, I don't, you know, I I don't see where there's too much wrong apart from selection now and again. And again, like we've mentioned, the spinners and without sounding like a broken record, I think, you know, obviously there's going to be selection people that we could select, but who we could drop in now. I think we've got to, you know, if we are going to give Parkinson a go and people like that, I think dropping them into an Ashes series probably isn't the way to go no. about it first time. You know, it's no. a, agreed. I think you, you tell them they're going to play the first test of the summer back in back in England, but then why is why 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 the why that sorry <laughs> why <laughs> why why the, why the calm, calm down James calm down why why have we got an England Lions side why have we got an England Lions side coming out with the England main team playing a couple friendlies and then going home what's yeah, the point stupid. what yeah. is the point Pointless. why no. why you Agreed. might as well just you know you want to know why. <laughs> I'm sensing. I'm sensing that you want to know why, James. Just, just, just getting that a little bit coming through. Um, but, it's, but, but the thing is, though, and it's like, but then it's like you—they're trying to be out there to learn things, and you know, and why can't they just be there and be in the nets? They, I mean, what are they doing? They—they're just going to be at home, surely, you know, unless they're on BBL contracts and things like well, that. Well, exactly. Mahmoud's gone. Thanks very much. I'm going to go and play BBL. Thanks very much. But, but you know, yeah, but, you know, there's it, other people like Alex, Alex Lee's, and whatnot who've scored scored runs you've got other people you know may not necessarily get in the side but at least they've scored runs in australia or they can get experience about being around the test squad and you've still got players there who you can go right we may bring them in rather than going oh shit you know it'd be quite nice to actually have someone who's a decent wicket keeper but now we're kind of stuck with <laughs> we're kind of stuck with butler we can't give it back to bearstow because we've taken it off him beforehand and now we're in a bit of a shit situation where we're bringing bearstow back in he looks a better batsman than butler but we can't give him the gloves because you know and and it's 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 systematic it's endemic of what is going on with england cricket butler has been picked off white ball what he does with the white ball i mean yeah he gives you the occasional good performance with the red ball now and again but you know we need to be picking you know this a, team a, a lot of what happened in the second innings in melbourne could could go back to um the gabba you know dropping those catches uh, oh, yeah. you know and losing the game at the gabba just put the english team on the back foot some mm. horrendous yeah, you know, so some may say you know having the opening batsman bold first ball may have put us on the back foot a little bit. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's a difference. Yeah, like, I... you look at some of the shots and like say the catches. England are losing games, mm. probably more than Australia are actually winning it. You look mm. at half the shots in that second innings and the first innings. Yeah. They're awful. They're bad Test match shots. It's like we don't. You know, Australia aren't having to take ten wickets. Let's go. They to don't that have first to innings. do that because we'll give you four. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Halfway yeah. through, we'll give you four, and it's not necessarily huge swings outside off or anything like that. It's not not necessarily that. It's just bad test match batting, you know. And I don't think Australia yeah. are doing bad test match batting at the moment. They're playing our best bowling attack very well. Yeah, you and know. If you and... send a night watchman in, why would a night watchman leave a ball which has just gone off stump? 
Yeah. You know, get behind it. His, his footwork he, as well. If you watch, if you watch the balls that he faced, his footwork was all over the. And that, this is coming from me. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's hard. It's hard telling a test cricketer when you're Joe less than Joe average over here. But like when when you're playing the ball and your feet do your trigger movement after the balls hit the stumps, there's something going slightly wrong there. He kind of left the ball, then did his tr- trigger after it's hit the stop of off stump, and you're going. Uh, he's probably trying to make the umpire think it was outside. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, well, I mean, Jay's a very good point there, but. Well, the reason we can say that is these guys get paid handsomely to do this. This is their job, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not their recreation, like for us cricket is. It's their job, mm. you know? So, but can, can we put it down to the fact that these guys should be playing better? Or is it down to the fact that this is the best thing they'd have and there isn't, and the way that English cricket is at the moment, that's, that's as good as it's going to be for a, a good five years. Oh, that's a I just think, well, yeah, I think you're right. That's what that's what Silverwood said, didn't he? He said mm. these are the best players. But then you've got players like Jake Libby who are averaging more in the county championship, and you've got Zach Crawley, who I think he was 14th out of the top 20 or something like well, that. Did you watch that video and... with Mark Rampakash that came out today? No. And he and he said that the ECB don't look at the uh, county championship as a benchmark of what makes good test cricketers. I, I have oh, what I, does? Yeah, well, well, I've heard this before, and it's I think it's mainly because they were like the county championship shared like a Twitter video the other day, and it was like I was just like going, read the room, guys, because you know it's like they're going, Oh, wasn't it funny the time when uh Gloucestershire's wicket keeper had to come and bowl a couple overs at the death against Surrey and bowled really tight, and he's just like little loopy 50 mile an hour like hoopers, and you're just there going, That's club cricket. Lads, you know what I mean, <laughs> and that's and but then again, that's probably what what they mean. You know, there's there's but very little it, time when you know, yeah. like they're talking about, it's it's that whole group where Steve O's going to get you the the Australian WhatsApp group for the what Australians playing overseas in England. It's like because very good player, but he's bowling 65, 70, whatever mile an hour and picking up wickets every week because he's bowling out on the spot. And if you what was Moen, wasn't it? He was saying. Because of the way he bowls, you end up not playing the correct kind of cricket that you need to play for four-day cricket because you need to you have to play a certain style and you have to be more aggressive towards the style of bowling mm. because of the time of year we're playing it in. And oh yeah, because they play it in the winter now, so it's. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. they, they play it. They either play it April, you know, October. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What they do, they play it April, early May, and then they play September. You know. English pitches are not going to get you test batsmen and that time of year. It, it, that's why I said earlier on, it's, it's about the, the focus going on white ball cricket. And just on Joss Butler, they made a decision with Owen Morgan. You know, he's not going to be a test cricketer. So they made him the one day T20 captain. They made that decision. So you're not going to play test cricket, but we'll, you, you know, you'll be captain the white ball stuff. That's what they should do with Josh Butler. Getting <laughs> captain of the white ball stuff. He's not a test cricketer. Move him on. No, but my opinion on, on this uh, county championship and everything, you only have to look at Bolan. All right. He was only selected because he plays for Victoria and is an MCG specialist. Mm. So it was a huge, as a feeder directly into the test team because mm. he was a specialist on that ground. Yeah, he averages something like 13, doesn't he, on there with yeah, the ball? Yeah, he's... Um... Oh, something stupid, yeah. You know, there's more, more chickens in a, buddy, in a small holding than what he goes for. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, but the thing is, and you looked at the first innings and thought, 
he's not all that. <laughs> he yeah. comes, in, comes in and... No, but I, I, said that, I thought that as well, but he was the unluckiest bowler. I still, like, as a bowler, I think that any runs that come off the edge should only be worth half, all right? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I should have won. So Harris has now gone down to innings has gone down to twenty, and <laughs> going back out to that. So that's great news. So all mine. <laughs> yeah. okay. hey, just, just, I, just, I don't just, care. We'd just, still, we'd still. My average has gone from like, fifteen to two. Just, <laughs> just an aside. Just an aside to that. I, play, I once played a great. Oh, I played a game with Graham last year at Roxeter against. I think it was Warwickshire over fifty, and uh, he's bowling. And this guy played a beautiful. Back, you know, back drive, back cut him, back cut him for four beautifully. And he comes on and goes, fucking hell, he goes. Even the edges are going for four. <laughs> every, every four comes off the edge for me, mate. You know, nothing comes out of it. Um, yeah, what about Harris, actually, Graham? That's an interesting point because he's been pilloried for so long. And actually, yeah. all right, he played and missed more than he hit, to be fair. But he stuck in there and got 70 on. Played and missed the best. I said it. Yeah, I, I think he um, he knew that this may be the last chance saloon for him. Mm. All right, although he he had the manager's vote of confidence, but he did exactly what you know. Warner went cheaply, and you know Labashane went cheaply. I've never seen Smith like Smith's like a bloody octopus having a fit at the best of times. But you know, I've never seen him so fidgety. Mm. Um, he, that, so Harris, that's saying something. Yeah, Harris was, um, it was a very mature innings. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, if he doesn't do that, if he, if he, if he's cheap there and nobody and everything, the rest of the innings pans out the same, it's a different test match, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Jack Jackson even predicted it on the last podcast, didn't he? He went, he's done nothing, he's under pressure, we want him out for the next test, but he'll probably go and score 70 odd and keep his place. (laughs) (laughs) He did, he did say that. Yeah, brilliant. So Jackson, Still think they should drop, drop him for Tim Ward. <laughs> Still think Tim Ward should be in. <laughs> Who do you change now? You know, the fact that just to go back on one thing that you were saying before about the uh, the A team, Sydney is a spinner's paradise. You've lost the Ashes. Why wouldn't mm. you put Parkinson in? You know, you, you can't make the team any worse. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> the only trouble is if he comes in. Yeah, that's the problem. Smacked. Yeah, he's, he's, the on, he's on the hinds of nothing. You get smacked about. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's him done as a test cricketer, possibly. Who knows? I mean, you know, I, yeah. it's, well, you can't. Leach, Leach has gone in the head. Stokes, in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if Stokes isn't playing in Sydney. I will I tell be surprised you something, though, Graham. I will say something, though, Graham. As an England fan, you, you always think it can't get any lower, but somehow, <laughs> some way, it finds a way of getting lower. So true, I would yeah. never, I would never say it can't get any worse. <laughs> I mean, anyway, all, sorry, do carry on. <laughs> they, they also had to bring in two net batsmen to try and save the Ashes. If you haven't played any cricket in months, maybe you know two net batsmen. Mm. You know, and that's that's the best option that we've got. There's two guys that got dropped for not scoring mm. enough runs, and they haven't played a game since. So let's bring him back in. Well, what is Bearstow? year in tests. Yeah, and Bearstow looks like he's smuggling watermelons up his jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Got on some, he's a big boy now, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, though, in that first innings, he looked good. He looked all right. He was getting in line. He was, yeah. you know, and he was leaving well and everything else. Yeah, he was quite unlucky. And unfortunately for Bearstow, he's 
he will never have a DRS decision and never not review it. The amount of times he's... Yeah, but come even on. Even if it's plum, middle of middle, he's going, is he, yeah, let's review is it. Is he our Shane Watson, is he? Oh, yeah. Every yeah, time. But... I would love to know how many times he's reviewed and failed. And also, how it's, but... like, it's up there. Has he been clean bowled more or has he been given out LVW plum and reviewed it and failed more? But yeah, I think, I think, I think, umpires call on impact, umpires oh, yeah. call on the stumps. I mean, come I know, on. I, I know, I know, I know. And I love Johnny Bairstow as a, as a Yorkshireman, but um, it's, it's one of those, like in the first innings, I felt it got to the point where he was kind of let down when you happen to bat with the tail of Butler, Woods, Robinson, Leach, Anderson. You know, you feel like you've got so you're including friend. Butler in the tile now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you what, I think that's what I think that's what did for him actually, is when Butler came out, there's, there's four balls left till T. Lions come on just about and you know, Johnny's got a single off the first first ball and thought, that's great. I'll just just stand on my bat here now at the non-striking end. And Butler just waltzes down the wicket, thumps it, well, doesn't thump it, he just clothed it into mid wicket, and you thought, what the he didn't get there, did he? He didn't get there, and he's gone. He's not changed his shot. But, he's just gone through with it anyway. But where was his brain? Where was his brain? Lions coming on, so I've got to dominate him. But it's four balls till teammate. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Lancashire. Just get through. Get through to team. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more on that one. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, completely. The... Yeah, but it's you know, yeah. it's it it go. It's where where is the thinking sometimes with. The, the decision making sometimes and this is the problem i think sometimes they get confused between their their england t20 side and one day side of no surrender you know play play hard from beginning to end and some and then also kind of trying to work out how to actually play a test innings when and it's kind of what we said in the first episode will isn't it about how england if they're going to do well it's going to be about knowing when to pick their shots when to James. block when to leave um, but also who is going to play and miss the most uh, yeah but i would i would accept that if he if he'd have played cavalier every innings in the, but he's come yeah. off the back of a gritty backs the wall innings to try and save a test match and you know faced how many balls for his 20 odd 140 uh, or so, 130, yeah. so something like you know, that yeah to, to do that and then his mind to completely switch to, oh, first ball offline, I'm going to try and smash him out of the ground. I wouldn't mind if somebody somebody played that innings that he played backs against the wall from the start. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you, I think the, what they'll try and do is they'll, they'll come out and say, we're in Australia. We've got to try and go at them. We can't go and sit on the back foot, but I don't think that that's probably backfired a little bit in the sense of they're probably trying to be too proactive. And if you look at, um, not this innings, uh, the last test. We look at Labashain's probably his second the second innings. I think he was on two or fifty balls or something, and he um he went on to get fifty odd uh, in the end, and he really started picking it up. He got himself in, and he and it didn't fa- it didn't phase somebody like him to go in and leave thirty balls in a row. It's test cricket. You've got as you perfectly capable. It's fine to leave thirty balls in a row. Yeah. He didn't have to play any balls. He didn't have to. Probably had a bit of luck along the way, but with good balls, but you get that. Both sides are going to have that. I just don't think there's enough of that. Some of the lads are getting got out. Hamid, you could say he's getting got out, but that's poor technique. That's getting him out. Crawley was probably unlucky, wasn't he, actually? I don't think he did a too much wrong. Looked like he could have got out nicked off at any point, but yeah. Milan got a good one. I think you know, every, some... yeah, 
every innings that goes by, Dom Sibley's at home getting even better as a cricketer. I mean, what no, I was going to no, bring really the, isn't, really isn't. I mean, no, I was going to no, bring this not. up. Do you think he would have left the ball outside off stump better? He would have missed oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have but gone he anywhere played, near it, would he? He wouldn't, he wouldn't have played it half of them. He'd have, he have played him. He'd have waited until the ball was on the stumps, and he's either tried to whip it off leg, whip it onto the leg side, and they've got a field completely dominated for it. So they either stop it or he goes through and he gets a single. Or twenty off hundred balls looks far more attractive in this test series than it did in the last because he had more time to play that sort of innings. And if and that's hundred balls where he haven't lost a wicket. Do you think then it's a mistake <laughs> that we didn't bring him? And that I think sounds, it's odd. That, that I think ridiculous. it's. I think it's odd that they didn't bring him. I think they were right for him not to play, but I thought for somebody when they haven't got much coming in, and you haven't, and they didn't bring a replacement opener who hasn't played. I thought it was odd. They put they put the gamble on, didn't they? I think if they brought him, he'd have played in this test. Yeah, I think just before we carry on with openers, I think going back to what we were saying about the way England played line, I think if you look at everyone throughout the team. They all play very similar towards him. So it's definitely got to be something that's come from management and from a group meeting. I think that they thought, right, we've got to put the pressure on him. We've got to go and try and hit him out. But again, it's just, it's just in football, you'd say it's your footballing brain. It's got to be your cricketing brain. You've got to, got to realise that now's not the time. You know what I mean? There's a time and a place. And probably when, it, got- when your team's struggling and there's four balls still tee, it's probably not the best idea. I, also I mean, Brian Lara did it. Yeah, but wow. I also think it's, it's yeah, but, <laughs> but Brian Lara was, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, they brought some drops Victor didn't Trumper they? Victor Trumper did it in 1901 as well, you know. So. <laughs> what was it How far back should we go? Brian Lara yeah. got the, uh, had the a, test match uh, most runs in over record in the over before T, didn't he? Let's see. They brought on some dross bowler to just to try and, just to get through to T, and he just thought, I'm not having this, and he ran with, at every ball. With and all, with, yeah, one, one yeah, of them but, is the best. Not that I'm compa- I'm, just to put it, I know what you're thinking. I'm not comparing yeah. <laughs> to Brian Lara. But the other thing is, though, I think it's also the fact that we have got a lot of guys that play a lot of white ball cricket playing in the test side. And, um, you know, that's their mentality. And, you know, because as, as a country, we have focused on, you know, we've shifted things around so that, you know, we, we play four-day cricket at the start of the summer and the very end of the summer. So, as you said, Will, literally winter. And, um, you know, we've also we've also got a competition. And I was talking about one of, my, one of my mates about this. We've actually got a competition now um, that the rest of the world don't play, which is the 100. And it's been a great success. Don't get me wrong. been a great success. It's been successful for the women's games. We can't get rid of it. But we can't also get rid of T20 either because the rest of the world play that and we've got to be able to play that. So, you know, our brightness, we've invented it at tournaments that actually the rest of the world doesn't don't fit. play yet. Yeah, it doesn't fit. So we've got all this focus on the shorter and shorter formats of the game. Yeah, but, but this is, that, that could be like in rugby. You know, rugby has your seven specialists and then you have your 15 specialists. Now, with cricket, you've got to have your test specialists and you've got to have your hit and giggle specialists as well, yeah? yeah? So I'd agree with you, but the difference with the only difference with that actually, Graham, is that do you know what? If you play sevens or you play fifteen rugby, you can play it on the same pitch. Doesn't matter what time of year you play it. Generally, mm. yeah. Whereas with cricket, there's a lot, especially English conditions. There's a lot. If you have a 
you know, a wet start to the summer and a, and, a, and a wet finish, but you have a dry patch in the middle. You're only playing short form cricket on that. And then you want to go to Australia mm. and be competitive on dry, bouncy pitches. You ain't going to happen. Yeah. Talking like and throwing, I, throwing straight into the Gabba, you yeah, know, with tin of, music the whole time. Yeah. Mm. One of my one of my good friends who is from New Zealand, he said all the best sportsmen go and play rugby and then the next best sportsman then go and play whatever they want. Do you think that there's an element that the best cricketers in England are siphoned towards the money, which is the T20, the one day cricket, and then it's kind of then the best of the rest kind of if you're not quite there, but decent enough, you know, you play players who are like a mead, you know, you are they're not going to play. Let's let's be honest, probably not going to tear the world up with T20 because of the style of cricket that they play. But so they're destined to play test cricket. But then there's still players, you know, like Milan, who are going to be good enough at T20, but also probably going to be good enough at test level. Who are going to you're going to hope. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That they can just drop in and play. Do you think that, that there's an element of that, that the money, the money, whether we like it or not, is there, but we've got to kind of try and make an incentive to play the test cricket because that's where I think there's an element of where the money's at, which is the T20 and the one-day stuff, probably not the one-day stuff, to be honest, more the T20, the 100. And we focused on white ball cricket, but now, but the fans, however much, how many how many T20 World Cups would you rather win compared to how many Ashes down under? I'd much <coughs> rather win, you know, 10... I'd rather win one Ashes down under in the next 10 years than five T20 World Cups. But, you know but I mean? look, at, look at, look at England. And then is that me? Is that me being out of touch? But look Am at England's squad. No, it's look at, the children. Look at England's squad. They haven't, they've got more test specialists. They've got Anderson, Broad, Robinson, Leach, Hamid, and how many in the Aussie side? It's probably Harris. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it's, 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 hang on. everyone else plays you, white ball. Everyone else plays white ball. But you're missing something. You're missing something here. For the counties, right? The counties don't give a rat's about the test test cricket. It's, that mm. doesn't that doesn't bring them any money. In fact, what it actually does is it takes away players that are affiliated to their county because they're on a central contract and they don't see them for half a year. What the, what well, they I don't think it, they see them at all. To be honest, well, okay, fine. Many... But what they're interested in, what they're interested in, is actually making money because they've got to make money to survive. So actually, T20, 
yeah, we've got that's got that's got to stay. We'll have that. Uh, the hundred, if we've got a franchise for it, fantastic. We'll have that as well. And there's got to be a way of appeasing that. And, you know, and you either the trouble is you can't drop T, you, you can't drop the Vitality Blast T20 because the rest of the world still play T20. You know, but, it's, you look at the, think, the, the the team, the Aussie team that won the T20 World Cup is pretty much the team that ran out of the Gabba. Yeah. You know, so the, the guys worth. had the ball on bat. The guys were bending their backs. It was different conditions, different cricket. Yeah. But they were playing as a team. They got, And, you know, they, they were warm. I see that about the Aussie side. I really, like, you can, they're all multi-format cricketers and they're just starting now to perform better on the test level, aren't they? It's just sort of, it's taken a little while, but this group of players now, now they've a few have got a bit older and there's a few who have come in and are playing well. You've got like the likes of like you look at three good additions, like the head's playing well now. Like the mm. the discovery of Labashane, that's that's ridiculous. Not many sides are gonna find that. And yeah, um, thanks, Geoffrey Archer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did so Labashane got... did Labashane play in the World Cup? Uh I think he did, didn't he? Yeah. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't think he did. He did in the squad, but he plays in the 50 over stuff. And if you're gonna say white ball cricket, <clears> yeah, 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 no fair. 50 enough. overs but, has got to count. So if, did, for me, if you play, play 50 over. No, but he played in the he plays fifty overs, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's our best fifty over batsman. Oh yeah. Um, now, yeah. Now we've got more county sides than anyone. You know, we've arguably got more funding than anyone. Why it, why can we not play multi dimension? Why why are we saying we're focusing on this and that? Why can't we focus on everything? Uh because well, because they probably because they've come up with this tournament. They're going in a new, different direction. They must have some sort of plan for it. And obviously, maybe Test cricket comes later. They're not going to tell us, are they? Um, but there hasn't been anything released to say what the plan is for Test cricket. But they probably would, didn't think they'd have to because they were probably hoping that the group of players that they've got are good enough to perform at Test level and they wouldn't have to have this conversation. But unfortunately, now they're probably going to have to. Like we said in the last pod, Test cricket was all the focus for a long time and they achieved what they wanted to achieve. And they got to world number one and then they moved on to white ball. Yeah. And think, there was probably a little crossover period in there where we were doing well at both, where those players were sort of crossing over and they were finding that. But now the the two, it's like two different Englands, isn't it? It's two different franchises almost now that they're that are out there. And I don't completely, I don't blame this group of players really that much when I think about it, because it a lot of it isn't down to them. The warm-up games isn't down to them, the preparation for the, what they're being given isn't down to them. I'm sure before they left for Australia, they were all doing all the work possible that they could do to be ready. Sure they were. They played for England. They probably couldn't get away with that. And then when they've come over here, they haven't been given that. And then it hasn't gone their way. And like we said, the best group of available players to play for the country isn't good enough. And that's not yeah. those individuals' fault. Yeah, you look at, um, you look at the preparation for it's the not, team. It's, it's the ECB's fault. Yeah. yeah, you look at the preparation for the T20 in England. We're touring in India. It, you know they were all they were all over the place, just getting themselves into position, picking teams. You know, trying out different formations. You know, everything geared towards that World Cup. Now, I, I remember being in a meeting probably about three or four years ago, and someone from the ECB talking to us, and like the amazing fact that they said was like English cricket only makes money out of home ashes series they don't make any money out of any other test series that come over here outside of t20s and stuff like that which is nuts but also kind of understandable i guess because you look at headingley and well i used to live next door to headingley and 
you know, it was hardly ever full, you know, even for the games against like Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, Bangladesh, you, they were pretty much giving away tickets, you know, and it's, it does make you wonder in how many years time, how many, how long is test cricket in the format that it's got, unless radical changes happen and they start promoting it differently. Do you, do you think that, you know, it's going to be viable for, yeah. for us probably to don't think playing that, yeah. in the format that we are, except probably having England, Australia, India, Pakistan, maybe in a in South Africa, maybe in like a, I don't know. Well, it's probably not. They probably don't think that's going to happen. And we were the first to do the T20, and we we're probably the first to get it wrong. So mm. nobody goes and watches it, you know. Like unless you until you get to finals day, or unless it's at the right time of day and all the big players are playing, which nobody knows in advance. It there aren't enough people watching it. It's not a big enough. It's not a big enough spectacle. Like you can't compare it to the IPL because they've got so much money behind it. That, but yeah, you probably can compare it to the BBL who have done it right. And you watch the highlights of that. Even the highlights package is better. It's like it's 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 done well. You look at the highlights package for the um for the T20 here. It's it's like somebody's done it in their bedroom who who's on a who's on a course, and they've like asked them to do it for free. You know, can you do the highlights? Can you do that? Yeah, can you do the you can do the highlights package it, for us? And, could and it I not think, go back to the fact that um you know cricket in Australia is on. You know, free to air TV. Oh. Here, since 2005, you know, if you have to give Murdoch a penny, then, you know, I'm yeah. not doing that. It would have, it would be interesting <laughs> to see what. I know it was the World Cup final, but it'd be interesting to see what the viewing figures were because they put it on free to air TV for us. And it's the first time they'd ever done it. And it's it since... the most watched cricket game. In England, yeah. yeah I mean, I know it's uh, it's a biased one, but it would be interesting to just do it for a few tests to see what happens. And like Channel 5 used to do a really good highlight. I said it the other day, they used to do an hour yeah. highlights thing after every day's test. And I used to watch that all the time. And mm. now you've got the uh, Sky Sports putting up a, a nine-minute highlights and that's all you've got to watch the test. If you don't pay to watch test cricket, all you can watch for free is nine minutes. And it's like, you're not going to... But I think also the 100... Is a knee-jerk thing that they think they've had to do to keep cricket alive, and the, the other, because the other the other formats aren't working, and now they're stuck in a position where they've got to accommodate the yeah. money the money things, and the hundred is just pushing is they, pushing they all need, of this aside yeah. because otherwise they're not going to have cricket. They won't have all these formats. Like they will be cut down because they'll have no choice but to cut some formats down and cut players' wages. People won't play. Yeah. They desperately no needed the yeah they desperate they desperately needed the money but in chasing the money they lost the viewership and the fans and at something that I read the other day which was quite interesting talking again about this inclusion and things like this is six percent of the England team in the last however many years have been players who have not gone to uh, private school yet only six percent of the population actually go to a, a privately school educated which is something else in itself now obviously we're talking about inclusion we're talking about the hundred and getting people involved and we're talking about you know we're talking about well is this the best team that england can get well it's the best team that we can get from the people who've got the advantage you know and obviously that comes from coaching because i mean if you're going to shoot you know if i went to if i went to the local private school here i'd love it you know, you get teaching every day you're getting coaching you've got the best facilities you're naturally going to have a better advantage but, you know, do we need to give more, you know, it doesn't need to be more accessible. 
Well, let's get yes. a little bit political there, James. Let's, let's steer away from that before you... <laughs> no, no, I, I, I okay. agree. Oh, no, we we want to do it as well. As, as, a, as a club, you, you've got to, you know, it's probably down to the directors that the ECB gives you or your local county board gives you to get into local schools. You know, is there enough? No, probably not. Is there enough incentive to get schools and to bring your kids? There is for football. Yeah. There is for football. There's constant messages going for to play, come and join our football, come and join our football. And all the kids, not all of them, but a large number of kids will go to that because they either want to or their parents send them. But, but it doesn't happen with cricket clubs. Well, they don't. The thing is, though, is, um, and, and we've done a lot with schools this year at, at, at my club, and we've had 30 odd kids at All Stars, and we've really pushed it. But you look at secondary schools now, you know, secondary education. I mean, when I went, I went to Wem. We had two cricket pitches mm. at Wem. <laughs> the, the schools don't have that facility anymore. They don't have cricket pitches more often than not. No, because there's also there's also the safety factor as well. I know you could have softball, cricket, and, and stuff like that, but you know, it's yeah. But there's one thing I'd like to raise is probably you know the the uh, sacred cow. What's everyone's opinion on how Roots captain? Because in my opinion, he's been atrocious. Yeah, not we've we said last we, time. It, I think. It well, I don't think it's been very yeah, good. I brought it up on the very first podcast as a thing that would be an. It's listening, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> as, no, no, it's in something that I thought would be an issue because, again, just joking. Going man. back, going back to the whole fact that Yorkshire fan and all that stuff. I love Joe Root. I love any any Yorkshire cricketer and you know, just out of biasness, but also at the same time, I, I've been sat there watching England test cricket for the years that he's been captain. And, and sometimes you sat there going, what are you doing? You know, when you're watching Strauss or Vaughan for how, whatever you think about him as a person, you know, it, it, sometimes you're there going, all right, cool. You could see that there was something going on. There was a reason for something. They were trying to try something out. There was, you know, not, mm. it wasn't, Rigid. There, was, there, there was something behind it. There was a thought yeah. behind it. Yeah. But yeah. why you had like Stokes was... bowling, yeah. bowling over shoulder high for for well, a whole spells was and and why well, would you had Mark Wood take Labuschagne and then take him off? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, do you know it's 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 a weird one and and people used to criticise Alistair Cook as a captain because he was too cautious or he was this and the other. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't particularly think Cook was that great either. No, I, just, I, don't I, thought had, I thought he had a very good team with him, and he and he got was, away he with was, it. He was, he was de- he, but he was decent. But he looks. He looks like a tactical genius in comparison. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But then, so but then again, I think. But then I think we're blessed with the fact that we had Michael Vaughan and we also had uh, Andrew Strauss, who were pretty darn good captains. I thought, um, yeah. but. Again, you look before that, and you know you, you know Nasu saying who's all right. But me I mean, about watching him. Is that are you, are you glossing over Freddie in between that? <laughs> glossing over Freddie and Peterson, and again, again, you don't have to pick your best player to be captain. But the problem goes, and it's the same thing. The moment they have you, to, the ca- you know, the, ca- yeah, the captain, the captain is the only person who's guaranteed to be in the side every week, and that's and that's the problem well, that you have. Australia really. didn't do that. Australia well, picked their best captain. Exactly. So maybe we need to Available. pick our Mike Brearley. Maybe we need to pick our Mike Brearley. Maybe I, I we, read, can, we can pick yep. our, you know. <laughs> I, I read I read something on, I think it was on Twitter, that said, you know, we, we, we need to have the new Mike Brearley is Dan Lawrence. And you, <laughs> you need to pick him as test captain. And 
do you know what? He's not going to be the best batsman. He's not going to, but he'll be a good captain. And well, if I, you if you look at who's got your runs this year like for the whole calendar year, all right, take Root out as captain. Then the next one down is Burns. Yeah. No, no. Then the next option is four hundred. And I'm not sure he's going to. Go. He's not that good. Mm. Alex, <laughs> extras isn't too bad. He's a bit of a wide boy from what I've heard. What oh, bugs right. me about watching England's tactics is that it looks like everything is a backroom decision. It yes. looks like it's, it's not... Uh, they've got five bowlers. Every single one of them bowls something slightly different. Every single one of them should have an idea of what they want to do on that surface of where they bowl. But it doesn't seem that way. It doesn't seem like the bowler has an individual plan. Like, he wants a fielder here. He wants a fielder there. It looks like he's being told. It looks like they're being told what to go out there and do and not to stray from it. Like Stoke, surely doesn't want to come in and bowl. Bounces every ball. Surely he should think I can swing and nip this around. He should be saying to his captain that I want to. I want slips in here. I want this and that. And I just don't think that they're getting that freedom. The captain should be only really be stepping in once it's not going the way that it should be, and he should be coming in and seeing something else. And I don't understand that. I don't understand that for Jimmy either, because no, it doesn't make Jimmy would be going. Hang on a minute. I know what I want. Yeah, this Mm. is what I'm bowling. This is what I want. Let me get on with this game. And it, and it, you know, you know what? Yeah. yeah, and that's no, what not... that's what bugs me about it. And it doesn't seem, and I don't know whether that that's just the way that they, the way that they've done it. But I think there is an issue with backroom staff. Well, that's I think not... may, may, maybe yeah. if Root was given more freedom to captain the way that he wanted to, then maybe the decisions would be better. Maybe players would have more freedom and they'd be able to come up with better plans and adapt better if they weren't so rigid in what they've talked on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. For, for an entire Maybe they just wanted to go and... back to they wanted to go back to body line. That was the last time that thing worked, <laughs> wasn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just... now now the thing is, though, you have got Silverwood, who's been given total power. He yeah, is carte blanche, isn't he? Yeah, he has been given everything by Ashley Giles. And now let's look again. Well, let's talk about the backroom stuff because you know you you've got Chris Silverwood, who fair enough. Again, we're talking about who are the best players. In the county, county cricket, you're probably looking at these guys, possibly. There's possibly a couple others you could probably say as good or probably better. But also, you look at Chris Silverwood, and he's done as good as any other coach in county cricket. So, and Ashley Giles, the selector, was he had a very good spell as well. And it's kind of, you know, they're the best of the best. But then you've got who are the who are the backroom staff behind him? You've got county cricket all stars, pretty much. You know, you've got John Lewis, Jeetan Patel. James Foster, you know, great players, but not necessarily, you know, do, do you get what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I know we've talked about it to death, but the whole folk scenario has just bemused me completely. And even Sam Billings, you know, Sam Billings, you know, is probably a better keeper than Butler. Um, and, you know, in the, uh, BB in the as well. yeah, smacking it. But, but folks, oh, folks, been, out. yeah. But folks was sent home, you know. He's our glove man. Sent him home, you know. Brilliant. Well done, guys. It just they don't they, they don't seem to have a plan and stick to it. And you know, mm-hmm. they might say, yeah, well, but, Butler is our plan, and we are sticking to it. But I will, yeah, well, I will. Yeah, I, will, I, just will I will just say on the record as well. You know, they may be fantastic coaches, but again, it's and they may be the best people for it. You never know. But it's when. When things like this happen and you're looking at have they got nows to play test cricket and you look at the backroom staff and it's a, a list of people who have not really been involved with test cricket outside of, you know, 
being hired on. Yeah, they've played a handful of games. You know, John Lewis and James Foster have played for England, but they're not they're not people who've got a wealth of experience or have been around the test game, you'd assume. For an they're not a Langer, are they? You know, no. you, look at the, you look at the two captains and, and you look at the, the record of Silverwood and you look at the record of Langer. Who, who would you prefer to listen to? You know, I'd love to have his next head coach, Jason Gillespie. Yeah. Dizzy. Yeah. I'd love to have Jason Gillespie. He did a fantastic he's, job he, at Yorkshire. He's a top yeah. bloke, but also he's he's a he's a top head coach. He came into Yorkshire, turned them completely around, and also test experience, knows how it's going on, and seems like a decent bloke for an Aussie. Hey, his last oh. innings was, was his last oh. innings was a double ton, mate. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. As double a ton, watchman. Double ton and then never never played another test match. <laughs> and look, Why look not get English sports teams only do well when we've got Australians coaching us. Look at the uh, look at the, the rugby team. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, Clive Wood was the last man to win the World Cup. But hey, oh, but um... oh, I thought today was going to be the, the day I'd get through and not hear about two thousand and three. Let's die now on it for one more year, please, mate. Um... <laughs> oh, if the government lets us. Two more years and then it's 20 years ago. Oh, mad. Anyway, completely different sport. So let's have it right. So where would you say if England are going to move forward, what do you do for the next two tests? I reckon they might. I reckon Hemi drops out and Burns comes back in. I reckon Crawley probably stays where he is. I think you might be right. I think Stokes might miss out and they play broad. You might. Ollie Robinson's injured. Yeah. Is he? So, well, he seemed to pull up, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't finish his spell, did he? No, didn't need to bowl again. So you probably so you might find Stokes misses out. Maybe they'll bring in Pope again for Stokes. Maybe they'll give him another go. Yeah, um, <laughs> they probably bring Wokes back. Knowing them, well, there's Wokes. Yeah, so you probably you well, said they might come, want to pick another spinner. Come out and you? back to root, isn't he? So oh yeah, he's come out as a spokesman. And, <laughs> yeah, just come back out and back to root. So he'll probably uh, be back in the side. But... You you reckon say it's going to spin? Oh, Sydney's um, a spinner's paradise, yeah. Well, then they might, again, you might see Parkinson get a go. So Parkinson might come in for Robinson. Wood keeps his place. You might find they rest Anderson for Broad. Is it Anderson play back-to-back now? More likely to be Bess, I think, probably. Are you reckon Bess? Well, either way, they'll pick a well, spinner. Yeah, because we'll probably find Broad comes in for Anderson. as well, can't he? Yeah, so you might find that Bess is, replaces Robinson. Broad comes in for Anderson. Pope comes in for Stokes or something like that. And... Leach? Were you leaving Leach in? Yeah, I think so. If it's going to spin, you probably got it, won't you? Yeah. I, I mean, we didn't do, he didn't do much is, wrong, yeah, did he? I th- yeah, Hold I okay. know, but I, I know. The hardest okay. thing is, though, I think I think England, uh, well, the captain and the management have shown what they think about him in the last few tests. Yeah. And it's, I think you know, we're going to bring you, bring, bring you on to bowl and we're going to put the, the field out because we don't, we think mm. we don't trust I think you. He, I think he's, they think, they think he's the best of a bad bunch, to be honest. And when you've got mm. Don Best, now again, once again, Yorkshire fan, Don Best, I'd love him to do well, but he just gets punned, and he and he he gives a long up way more than he should. But then he'll get a wicket with that long up. Yeah, but again. look how many but runs again. Leach has gone for in in the two tests he's played. Mm. Mm. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, if I look at what was his what was his bowling figures? Well, I mean, three and over, if fifteen overs, one for forty. It's not the oh, worst, yeah. is it? It's like yeah, but look what the field he had. <laughs> yeah. You know, they cut off all the boundaries, and all they did was just milk him for singles to long yeah. that's, not his, that's, a... that's not his fault, but, would... it, but it also no. should be because what yeah. his first field is that the field he wanted, or is that the field he was given? Yeah, and why that's would where... you put a spinner on and then you know not crowd the bat? 
Mm. Isn't that the spinner to get the edge? Yeah. At least go in out. Mm. If you're going to yeah. put fielders in the boundary, at least put still put some pressure on. Yeah, exactly. There was zero pressure. That's and it was also got, the, it was also the timing of it. It was the timing of it as well, wasn't it? I mean, mm. we were on top at that point, and then you bring the spinner on, you bring Leach on, and you think, hang on. Up until the lunch break, we were on top. Straight after lunch, you're bringing Leach on. You're going, what are we doing? Mm. So qu- quickly, we'll talk about Australia, Graham. <laughs> so for the final few minutes, so Warner, Lyons, oh, Warner, Harris, Labuschagne, Smith, Head, Green, Carey coming, start, Bolland. Um, standout, obviously, being Scotty Bolland on debut, getting a cheeky six for seven or four <laughs> overs. Unbelievable. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Australian side? And obviously Stark as well, three for 29 in that second innings as well. With uh, Obviously, yeah. we've mentioned Harris, 76, the highest run scorer. And uh, in the first innings, Cummings picking up three for 36 and Lyon three for 36. I'd be interested to know how two, six, seven stands as uh, the, the lower score that a team has won and Ashes by an innings. Any test. You know, it, any test, yeah, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. But I thought they played. If, if you look at how they were at the end, and I know Ian Chapel really um, castigated them all for um, not at least acknowledging the two English batsmen who were at the end. But they were a team, right? They played as a team. They they hunt as a team. And um, I think Scotty Bond. I don't know whether he'll be in for Sydney. I don't think Sydney is a slow pitch. And he was brought in as an MCG specialist. But then you've got to look at if Hazelwood's not fit again, you can't drop a bloke who's just got six for seven and bring back, you know, one of the other two that played in Adelaide or something. So I'd love to see him yeah. get another chance. I, um, I, I don't think you need to bring Hazelwood back. Why would you risk if, 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 he's, if he's been injured? Exactly why why right. would you bring him back for two dead tests? Uh, mm. You know, he'll be chomping at the bit probably, but why would you bother? Yeah. Do you, do you see Australia the, you know, going the, for five nil, or do you think that they ring the changes and give some other people a go, or do they put far, five for nil? <clears throat> Have you ever known the Aussies not go for five nil? They wouldn't. I, I think, uh, yeah. It's the other way round. I'd one hundred percent expect England to make changes and give some people a yeah. go. The, but, but for the Aussies, they're never going to do that. They'll pick the strongest side and yeah. They're not, they're not... Why, why the hell? Why the hell they're having the fifth test at Hobart is beyond me. Because um, as far as I'm concerned, the ACB deserves root and shoot and electrocuting because Hobart is the most English ground you will find. <laughs> now, you if, if you're looking at the opposition, you always ask what would the opposition want least, and that's what you do. And yeah. the least thing they would want to do is have two tests at the Gabba. Now, why the hell did we not choose that? I know Hobart deserves an opportunity, but not an Ashes test. You know, Plus I, they figured, that they figured think, they'd be falling up by then. Yeah, Grace, they wouldn't matter. England <laughs> yeah, thought they'd have a chance in them day nighters, but yeah. as far as I'm concerned, five nils harder to spell than four nil. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him. I could. I wouldn't be surprised if they went in unchanged. But mm. there, who's um, who's next in line as a spinner? After line, who's in the squad? Swepson, is it Swepson or something like that? Stepson, Swepson? Absolutely no idea. It's Shane Bourne. No, the leggy. It's a leggy, isn't it? Swepson's I, I, a leggy. I, yeah, I'm not sure. They've got plenty. I mean, they, they might want to pick a spin. And like you say, Bolland, and he might, he was come in as a, as a test, as a specialist for that ground. So if it's mm. going to spin and that's their, that's their theory on picking players, then he shouldn't be disappointed for missing out for a different specialist for that ground. 
Somebody, they might even give, somebody they missed might even out. Stack a rest. Well, they might do. Yeah, they might do. Depends. Yeah. Is uh, what? What was Richardson's injury? Was that a bad one, or it was just a slight? Know. It was a slight side issue, wasn't it, mm. or something like that? So they might bring him in for Bolland or something. I'd be surprised if they left Stark out. But okay, yeah. so final five minutes. Uh, quick prediction. Uh, I want to know what your thoughts are. What your main reason is for why England are where they are, and then the second one is what your prediction is for the next test. And we'll start with Ian. Okay, England's. Uh, yeah, I think. Again, it's the batting. You know, they, they've, they've got to do something around the batting. I can't see him bringing Pope back in. Um, I think Johnny Burst will keep his place. Um, and I think probably Wokes will come in um, and probably pa- uh, Parkinson or Bess for the batting. Uh, prediction. <sighs> I think I think we're, we're looking down the barrel, aren't we? We're looking down the barrel of 5-0. Um, so, you know, I think it's going to be a struggle. Um I, I, yeah, I, 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 best we get a draw, but I can't see us getting that. We're shell shocked. It's, it's another defeat, I'm afraid. Graham, um, I, yeah, I think Stokes is just looking at him. You know, I, I felt sorry for the man. You know, he's a, he's an absolute legend of a sportsman. Um, he didn't deserve that. I think he will probably be rested, and Ollie Pope will come back in. I think they might bring Broad back in. I'd hate for him to drop Wood, but there must be something going on with Wood and, and Root because, you know, I, I like Wood as a, as a bowler, a player and a character. Um, with the Australian team, it all depends on what they want to do. I, you know, my heart says 5-0, but knowing I'm from New South Wales, I know what the weather's like this time of year. is a good chance there'll be rain. So there's a, there's a huge chance of a draw. And Will? Yeah, I think um, maybe the slow pitch will come to our saviour and we might be able to scramble a draw. Um, I think if it's a bit slower, I think you might find Root really kick on. You might go on and get a turn or something and help the side out, but England will make three, if not four changes probably. And Like you say, um, Anderson will probably be rested. Broad will come in, they'll pick a spinner. One of the batters is going to have to drop out, whether it's one of the openers or Stokes, like you said, and Aussies will probably make one change two max I would have thought um, purely on conditions and I don't see England winning it but like you say I reckon with if it's a bit slower if we play lion better it might be a draw yeah so captaincy batting preparation coaching county championship setup <laughs> all of these things are to blame for the fact that Australia are clearly too good for England in Australia <laughs> and things have got to change but I think I think you're right. I think we may see Best probably come in. I think we may see Robinson get a rest. I think you may see, even though Anderson was really good, is it worth using him for this test? Probably not. Probably give him a rest. I think, yeah. Why give him a I'm rest? Gonna... Because it could yeah. be his last series. I don't see it. Unless he's planning on retiring, they probably want at least one more home series out of him, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. And so they might think there's no more test rest cricket him. left rest until him, the home summer. Rest him. If what you're saying is correct, Graham, play him at Hobart, play broad for this test. What what we you know, there's nothing left to lose. They'll you probably know, put him on a plane. Of, yeah. And probably <laughs> we pl- I, reckon, <laughs> I still reckon Stokes will play. I think if anyone's going to be dropped for me, it'll be dropped for Burns. But then can you can you put someone back in the side after they've just been dropped? Probably not. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm just hopeful that slow pitch and maybe the Aussies have taken their eye off the ball and they're sneaky. <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. It'd be interesting with Jimmy. Are we playing tests out in the Caribbean. Uh, whilst yeah, we start with the uh, T20s in January, February, and then we do the tests in March, April. I think I would it? imagine oh. Jimmy would want a last hurrah in the Caribbean, mm. and then and then come home if they, if they let him have a have a farewell English summer. I, I wouldn't mm. be surprised if Jimmy wants to just keep going on and on and on and on until, <laughs> until he feels until he's until fifty. He feels good, you know, <laughs> you know, like James Milner or, or Vine Giggs or something. But anyway, it's been another great night. And cheers, guys! I feel I feel so much better. It kind of feels like a therapy session tonight. <laughs> I feel like yeah, just get I feel it all out. So we've let it all out and we've let it all onto the listeners who can. Hopefully, you've felt a bit therapeutic. <laughs> feel. Feel the benefit of listening, guys, and hopefully you can give us your feedback and hopefully we'll see you here for the next one. But anyway, first of all, I'd like to say thank you very much, Graham, for joining us and uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Cheers, boys. I've enjoyed it. And as always, thank you very much, Slats, and thank you very much, Will. Yes, enjoyed it. It's been good. And thank you very much, guys, for listening. This has been another episode of the Cow Corner podcast. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Until next time, all the best. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.